Ready, set, go. Yeah. All right, everybody. Welcome to Conscious Effort Podcast. I am Tyler. I'm Ryan. I'm Justin. I'm Tracy. And we're back after a long holiday layoff. I hope you guys all enjoyed Thanksgiving, Black Friday. Hope you got it. Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday and Cyber Tuesday, whenever they brought back all those sales. And then, and then Cyber Monday again this week. Yes, when they're still trying to get your money. So I hope you took advantage of all of that and then get into any fights at Walmart or the mall or Home Depot or wherever it is you went and stole all their shit from. Buy all this stuff that we overpriced all year long. Yeah. And then now it's reasonably priced. Yeah. So buy it now. Yeah, buy it now. And buy it again tomorrow. <laughs> and buy it again next week. Oh, yeah. And then after Christmas, when they do the end of the year sale. <laughs> well, you know, it's... It's the end of the year. They Post got stock. Christmas. You know, they got the yeah. 2019 stuff coming out. You got to start off your new year right. <laughs> it's totally on purpose. Speaking of finding it makes stuff, perfect sense. You can find more from us at consciouseffortcreative.com. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash consciouseffortcreative or on Instagram at Conscious Effort Creative. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, you can subscribe to all the latest episodes. You just click that button that says subscribe. Um, and if you really dig the show, leave a review because uh, we'd really like that. Give us all the stars they have, whether it's five or six or eight or ten. Just 20. whatever the max is, click it. And say you love it. Yes, because it'd be really cool and we dig it. Or give us one if you hate it. Yeah, if, yeah. You know, if you truly hate it. Comment. Be true to yourself, but tell but us why. But maybe be nice know? about it. Leave some constructive criticism. Yeah. But for real, reviews help us uh, get rated higher. It helps us pop That's up in matters. search results. Helps it make it easier for you to find and really iTunes. And really bad comments teach us how to do it better. Yeah. <laughs> but don't do it for jokes because it's not funny. Oh, well, if, if it's for jokes, we'll probably mention it on the podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah. We should do that. We should do an episode where we just read all the bad comments. These are the assholes. Yeah. yeah. You guys are encouraging people to give us negative reviews. Don't hey, that's do fine. it. Don't yeah. do so it. Like, I'm going to write the meanest shit I can it's possibly think of. And that's how I'm going to get on the show. Because yeah. <laughs> then I'll say, oh, no. Oh, no. Speaking of shows, we have a few shows coming up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, December 8th, that's this Saturday, we've got the Y Store with Breathing Room. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be at the Astra Theater in Jasper. If you don't know who Breathing Room is, Justin, tell them who they are. It features It's Justin. me and <laughs> him. Steven Wagler and Joel Norris and Jeff Bockhold. And uh, we're making some really cool music, if I can say that. It's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. It's very sensual. I think it's cool. It's stuff that I would listen to even if I wasn't in the band. But I am in the band. So, so you get to so listen he listens to, to it, it twice. I get to listen to it way more than I would ever want to. <laughs> Later that night, we also have Damian Baker at Bradley's. That's going to be in Lagodi, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who's and in that band? Somehow. Yeah. Who's I'm in yeah. that band. What? There's also band. a guy named Damian Baker in that band. Yeah. Go That's figure. That's a good thing. Yeah. And there's uh, Danny after. Norton, Kendall Bratton, and uh, we're going to be there in our ugliest sweaters possible. And if you show up, I encourage you to wear the ugliest sweater you own. Is, I heard that pants your, are optional for that. Yeah, That's what I've been told. The other, the other question I have, uh, Tyler, is your sweater going to have sleeves or not? I haven't decided yet. Ooh. <laughs> Depends on how much of a uh, barbarian I'm feeling that day. Yeah. Mm. You should wear a sleeveless sweater 
with like the bottom half of your He-Man costume. Oh from my Halloween. god! You know what? I should, I should wear a sleeveless. No, I should wear a sweater with sleeves that's made to look like it's a sweater with no sleeves. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's what I should do. But it should be like tiny. It should be arms like mine. <laughs> <laughs> like those leggings that people wear that are nude colored. Nude. Do they, nude. do they make them look like their legs are super N-E-W-D. tiny? N-E-W-D. No, it shows everything and it's gross. Don't, don't wear nude <coughs> leggings. Hey, speaking Sorry. of Damien Baker, Damien Baker has a new single that just came out November 28th. It's Better called Place. Better Place. And we're going to play that for you right now. Lot, yeah, because I don't need like 30 seconds of pre-roll. <laughs>
that was Damien Baker and Better Place. You can find that right now on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Play, and about 150 other places. And speaking of music, you were telling me the other day you had something about uh, lyrics in music and their role and what they mean to you and, and the, the part that they play in the grand scheme of things. He's talking to Justin, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Um, lyrics are really important to me, um, partially, I guess, because I'm a lyricist, but also when I listen to music, that's what I listen to. Mm-hmm. But I think for the most part, the lyrics don't really matter to most people, like what's actually being said in the song. Um I think that people tend to just pay more attention to the like the groove of the song or whatever the whatever the music's doing, how the music makes them feel. Yeah. And the lyrics are secondary to that in a lot of cases. And I wish that it wasn't that way. I I could I can understand that. <clears throat> um but along with the lyrics, if the music doesn't uh support the emotion of the lyrics like there's a certain level of impact that certain good music has where you know it pushes you in the direction of the lyrics mm-hmm. or if, it, if there's like this juxtaposition between the lyrics and the the music content that works but it has to be well thought out mm-hmm. uh, but i think sometimes the lyrics are way too thought out for a song sure like I was listening to Beck earlier, the new record. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he would be um, a, who's he's the lyrics. Thinking of. Yeah. The lyrics are good, but they're not like yeah. overly done. You know what I mean? Like if there was like if Justin had written the lyrics for some of those songs, it'd be like, ugh, this is too much. You know what I mean? What are you saying? <gasps> wow. I mean, no, no, no. I mean, your lyrics, Whoa. your lyrics are incredible, but you don't write Beck songs. I mean, wow. The music, room songs. The music yeah. is completely different. It's different music. It's apples and oranges. It's different. With Beck, it's primarily music. But the, the lyrics are like, I'm so fucking free now. I'm so free now. Like, it's just, it's, it's different. It's different. Do you like, like more catchy lyrics or more like poetic sort of lyrics? It depends on the music that I'm listening ah, to. Okay. Like with Beck, I wouldn't want something extravagant and poetic and meaningful. With Beck, I want something simple and catchy. What's an example where you'd want something more poetic? Uh, Tool. Oh, okay. Brand new. Soundgarden. But it all comes back to this primal primal need of the human psyche. It's different. Yeah. You can't compare artists... Like in that way, and songs in that way, it's it's music different. Is a very, music and and lyrics and poems, they're all very primal, right? Things, and so uh, humans are uh, bifurcated with with what they actually want. Hold on, what you know? a, bifurcated? Yes. What does that mean? Split in two. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I don't have my dictionary.com app open. <laughs> I apologize. You're the no. fact checker. Why yeah, don't you I have know. your reference no, materials no, ready? Like, you have the I was su- totally off guard. You have the surface mind and then you have the uh uh the uh, subsurface. And so the reptilian mind. Right. And so most people they all have that that surface mind. Right. That they that's that's what they like. You know, you expect the drop here. You expect the lyrics to sound this way. You expect this melody, but then there's other the other side that 
ex- kind of expects uh, it to be different, you know, to uh, right. push you in a different direction that maybe not not you wouldn't have imagined. We did that. Like, while, we did wh- that a lot with Spectre, you know. Uh, left turn, oh. just just because. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, left turn just because. A, g- a good example with so like Maynard. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. Boom. So anyway, <laughs> Pussifer lyrics. Mm-hmm. You don't get what you get with Tool, but the music's different. It's yeah. com- it's it's completely different. You can't have the same expectation going into that. It's what what's your mood? What are you listening to? You mentioned Tool. Maynard also has a really <laughs> interesting sort of cadence to a lot of his lyrics. Right. Like there are a number of songs where But he has a fucking song about a polar bear. Like it's you know It's a p- metaphor. Yeah, but it's it's Pussifer. It that's what I'm saying. Like it's 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 not tool. You're getting something completely different. I was I was quit hitting that mic. <laughs> I'm trying I was, to make a point. Talk less with your hands. I was more I was with your playing mouth. Uh, System of a Down for them the other day. Yeah, oh, you're not gonna you're not gonna get something. Yeah. And uh, there was this the one song, the Cigaro, from like 2005. Or like when you listen and to Nine Inch Nails, like, you're not gonna get. Uh, no, I'm like, uh, yeah, it's a great tune, but they hated it. They really, really did. I've never really liked them though. To be fair, it just seems yeah. kind of gimmicky. Yeah. All of it is gimmicky. Yeah. But it's on purpose. And you know, but here's the thing, like, to but a certain it's, extent... It's done so well. To a certain extent, I can appreciate that. Like, like I, a gimmick is, uh, one, is something you do For me, to, it's, to the singing, it's the singing style. I just... Like, a gimmick is something you do to get heard. These guys are doing a gimmick because they know nobody's listening. Well, I'm not. That's well, like, true. I, mean, I kind of feel like that's how what what Corn did when they first came out. Like I'm just they kind of had their shtick or whatever, and they yeah, no one else really did that, and that was kind of their I'm thing. I'm sorry, Cigarro Probably. is a great song. Okay, with Corn, I think you're talking about Jonathan Davis's like kind of like solo vocali- vocalist vocalization yeah. stuff. Like that's I mean that's, that's it's yeah. scat. It's scat. Yeah. I wasn't necessarily talking about um, like um, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't necessarily scat, talking about but it's, yeah. it's like scat that in, in a new metal context yeah. or something like that, which well, is kind of interesting because nobody else was doing that. Well, it, what's what's great about uh, the last twenty years is that stuff that people aren't really into is getting recorded and getting recorded well, mm-hmm. and so I can love Cigaro and you guys can hate it. But, well, it's, but, but it's it still, exists. But, but it still makes money, and it still exists, and that's cool. I can appreciate I, I like that, the gimmicky know. sort of thing to an extent because yeah. so, I'm not giving you guys shit for not liking it because you, well, one, you've never heard it before, and uh, it was formative for me. So, and that's fine. Another good example, I think, of what we're trying not to derail. No, you're good. Tough love. The lyrics are not. Amazing. No, they're no, that, just kind of catchy, but it's groovy. It's catchy. Nobody, it's like I don't listen. Really cares about but, lyrics. But I don't listen to Tove Low because I'm like, oh man, I really love these yeah. lyrics. They're so good. I want to hear the music. It's catchy. It makes me feel good. It's good. I mean, it's, here's here's. It a, depends on what I'm listening to. Here's that determines yeah, like what I, I don't know what the words are to that song, but I like it. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 words could be nothing. It could just be the melody. The mm. melody's great. The the uh, the groove is cool. It's it's something that it grabs you before the lyrics even start. It's catchy, you don't forget you know, it, and yeah. it, it pulls you in, and then you're like, I already like this, and then she starts singing, and you're like, 
I don't know if I really like the lyrics, but I like this. And it's like cognitive dissonance. I already like... I don't don't even mind the lyrics, I already like what's going on in this song. So when the lyrics come along, maybe I'm not totally on board with them, but I like them more. What's some other examples of a tune where you like the lyrics, but you don't necessarily like the music? Oh, I mean... Oh, Bob you Dylan? like the lyrics, but don't like Anything the music? Anything by Bob Dylan yeah. for me. Oh, no. Well, I'm saying no, no. This like good, the lyrics, but don't question. like the music. There's like going to be a lot of lyrics, unpopular like opinions in all this. Yeah. No, but, it, but it's, it's an important so, question to ask. Yeah. Just be forewarned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not where I thought you were going with this. I can think of a lot of songs where like I like the, the song itself, but the lyrics are just like like nonsense. Like yeah. there's a lot, honestly. So so I like T Rex because mm-hmm. uh, Dad used to talk about him all the time, and um, there's a lot of his songs that I think are really fucking catchy. But the Mark Boland's lyrics are kind of nonsensical. Like I, it, everything's like on beat and it's mm-hmm. poppy and stuff like that. But if you were to actually write out all the words and ask yourself what does this mean, mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. There yeah. is. Which honestly, I'm not totally sure that Mark Boland knew either. I mean, right? Because he, he was a little, he was a little out there. There's a few 311 songs. I, I was going to say. I feel yeah. that the lyrics do more, and the music does less. You know, uh, oh, I was going to go the other way for me anyway, where I, where I feel like the the lyrics had a message, but the music and well, frankly, the recording didn't really live up to it. Like uh, counterculture type stuff. Mm-hmm. Three Eleven did a lot of that. You know, yeah. where they're talking about uh, drugs. What? No. <laughs> Obviously, someone is not listening to 311 really seriously. What I'm saying is, like, Ooh. they're talking about... There's a song in particular I was thinking of. They talk about weed a lot. This is going to be the episode that we finally fight. No. No, uh, what it is... I like, like this song. They, Damn it. They're talking about uh, Buddhism. And this... this. Uh, well, I can't... I, I can't describe it. But... There are situations in in 311 anyway where uh, I feel that the lyrics are above the music. What's the context where they're talking about Buddhism? Mm, A lot. I mean, is this like they smoked some weed and they're like, you know what, man? No, these guys are everything just is a cycle. They're educated. Yeah, they're educated about it. Uh, S. A. Martinez especially. Uh, Okay. S. A. Martinez was the uh, like the DJ. Yeah. In 311. Yeah. Hmm. That's, that's... That's when Ryan's done talking. When he goes, hmm. Small (laughs) aside, (laughs) when they do their 311 day and they play for hours on end, could you imagine playing a show like that? That'd be exhausting. Do they do that on March 11th? Lots of cocaine. But only every other one. Was it only like on even number years? No. They do it every other year. They don't do it every single year. What, the cruise? No, 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 the 311 day. Don't they do it every other year? Mm, I don't know I, about For some that. reason, I had it in my head that they only did, like, the big show where it was, like, multiple hours long. I don't think so. I think, oh. I think the moment that it started making real money, they did it every year. Oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, I mean, I... You can go on a 311 cruise right now. Like, I'm not talking about the cruise. They probably though. have like four of them. But I'm not talking about year. the cruise. <laughs> I'm not talking about the cruise. I know. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's... No, I'm pretty sure they do it every year. You guys are going to fight. <laughs> Motherfucker, don't make me come over the top of this desk. Oh, no. Don't trip on anything because there's lots of cables. There. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Don't make me come over this. It'd be really hard. Here, 
then, uh, well, come I don't have to climb over a lot of shit to do it. You know, it's fine. And I don't want to hurt my speakers or my old cathode ray tube computer monitor. It's vintage. No. Do you know the year? <laughs> I bet Ryan's interested in the year. Okay. No, I don't know the year of my computer monitor. So, I have... 2002. I have some examples of songs where, um... The the maybe, maybe four. I think the music is like primary and the lyrics are secondary. Songs that are really popular that uh, people maybe don't even think about what it actually means. Zeppelin one, Zeppelin two. No, 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 no. One is Escape, the Pina Colada song. Oh yeah. Super super like uh, Jimmy Buffett. major key. <sighs> That's not Jimmy Buffett. No, I'm saying Jimmy Buffett. Oh. Along with that. That's, yeah. It's a, sim- you're grouping him in that category. Mm-hmm. But the the Pina Colada song, if you actually read the lyrics, it's about this dude who's sick of his wife. He's sitting up in bed while she's asleep. He's reading the classifieds and he finds an ad for this this lady put in the paper that's like, if you like pina coladas, you know, listing all this stuff that he's like, this is awesome. This lady rules. It's mm. like, man, I like pina coladas. So then he puts an ad in the paper. Yes, and I they like end pina up, coladas. They end up agreeing to meet. Mm. And then at the end of the song, spoiler alert, it's his wife. Oh, Whoa. shit. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. <clears throat> Whoa. Dude. So, th- like, they meet up. It, at this bar called O'Malley's, where we'll make our escape, they meet up and then like they just walk in and they see each other and like, oh, it was you all along, and they're like, oh, they we just laugh it off other. and they're like, like you, you weren't honestly like trying to step out on me, right? We're stepping out on each other, yeah, together. It's, it's totally yes, okay because two wrongs fucking make a right, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so, so these these people, what happens if the lady that he was you know, putting these ads in the paper for turned out to be somebody else. Would he ditch his his wife? Well, I guess it would have been the Pina Colada song. What man. happens if somebody other than him responded to his wife's ads? It would have been the. Comp- but everybody's okay. What if there's with somebody it? else who likes Pina Coladas and getting caught in the rain? Exactly. Oh, everybody loves Pina Coladas who and getting, caught, getting in caught in the rain. I don't like getting caught in the hey, rain. You know no. what? Nobody's into yoga, and everyone has half a brain. <laughs> somewhere in an who alternate love universe, making love at midnight. Somewhere in, the in an alternate the universe, that that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Hmm. So. But everybody's so like, hang on. everybody hang loves on. this song because it's like Hold a on. major key. And oh well, yeah, it's I want to throw catchy. something in there right before hang you do. On. This reminds me of a story I heard. It was a Florida news report from I think last year or maybe the year before. Was it about Florida man? Yes, it was a Florida man. <laughs> oh boy, Florida he, man. Uh, he was married, but he went to like hire a prostitute. On the oh, side, no. it turned out it was his wife. Turned out it was his wife. Oh! <laughs> and did, did, when they saw each other, did they go, "Oh, it's you"? Like he <laughs> he rented a hotel room or whatever, and hired this prostitute, and she was supposed to meet him or whatever. And like, lady comes and knocks on the door, and he answers it, and it's his wife, like in her you know like coat or whatever. Okay. And her. at okay. first he's like, "Oh no, I'm busted." Oh, shit. And then she's like, "Oh no, I'm busted." And then they're like, "Wait a minute, this I can't let go." Of. All right, do it. All right, so. We've had discussions about this Mandela effect, uh-huh. Bernstein, Bernstein, yeah. all this stuff. 
So how is it we're all on the same page about this Pina Colada song and the lyrics? <laughs> so is this what happened? Like, is that the re? No, honestly, the only thing that's not changed on all these universes apparently is that's the one that's not. No, here's, here's why we're all on the same page. Because nobody listens to lyrics. This song has been playing in the background of your life for 30-something years, and you never paid attention to the lyrics. You mm. can sing the chorus. You don't know the verses. No. I, fact, nobody I don't even know the full no, chorus. I only know, yeah. do you like pina coladas and get caught in the rain? Yeah. That's all I know. If you're not into yoga, if you have half a brain. Yeah, see, I, I don't even know love that. love at midnight in the dunes of the Cape. See, I don't even know this. Then I just I'm know the love that you, Then I'm Whoa. the love that you look for. Come to me and escape. This reminds me... It's... There was a techno song that was really popular mm-hmm. that everyone just calls the Numa Numa song. Yeah. The Numa Numa, yeah, yeah. whatever. Because it has that guy, that, that fat guy, like, yeah. fist pumping or mm-hmm. whatever, and, like, all his jiggles are just, like, jiggling. One of the first him. viral videos. Exactly. That song's called Dragos Dadente. It's not called the Numa Numa song. Mm-hmm. But everyone knows it is that. And I really, I want to ask you now, is that song actually called the Pina Colada song? No, or is it's called what Escape. everyone knows it as. It's called Escape, yeah. and then in parentheses they put Pina Colada song because that's what, that's everybody what everyone knows knew it, it as. Yeah, yeah. So the reason we're Speaking all on board which with your this body armor drink tastes like it's. I mean, it smells is like it Pina Colada flavor. Smells like Pina Coladas. It's Tropical Punch. Might as well be. Close Whoa. enough. It smells like Coconut Pina water. Coladas over here. We hey, did it. Justin likes Pina Coladas. <laughs> Can you drink but, Pina Coladas? I ho- I don't know, man. No. I don't it's know. probably milk. <laughs> I really I don't actually know what all is in a pina colada. <laughs> I probably it shouldn't. Is, it's coconut water and rum. Yeah, that makes and sense. And pineapple juice. That's I it. can have all those things. Yeah, that's it. But rum is gross. <laughs> but anyway, that's that's yeah. I digress. Rum what? sucks. Yeah, it's gross. It's terrible. It's vodka all the way. Ugh. I like yeah. rum. It's okay. Yeah. Anyway, rum's good. To to answer your question, the reason we're all on the page is because on the same page is because nobody pays attention to lyrics. Even people who are self-proclaimed lyric nerds at times, there are certain songs you're like, oh, that's catchy, whatever, and you don't you don't give it a second thought. You just drop it. You know, zone that's you a song about, about infidelity, and everyone loves it. Mm-hmm. It's on the radio all the time. But if you actually read the lyrics, you'd be appalled. Well, the that that uh, police, the police. Yeah, song. but the guy who wrote the song yeah. was probably uh, like, "This is brilliant." Every step brilliant. you take, all that, every, yeah. all that, sh- that shit. That's Stop, that's it's stalking, scary. dude. Yeah. Back you in the, you couldn't release that now. Right. Back in the early two thousands, <laughs> like the Me Too stuff. I'm, I'm saying <laughs> yeah. you couldn't get away yeah. with that now. It it just creepy. I'll be watching you. Yeah, it's just fucking creepy. You know, there were but, some Usher songs back in the two thousands recorded in a major really key. They get they get away with it. You know. Uh, it doesn't even have to necessarily be a major key. It's just major well, keys more accessible. The, the song yeah, sounds you know, romantic. Yeah. If if the if the melody's good, mm-hmm. if it's got a good you know rhythm to it or whatever, there's there's just certain things that make a song <gasps> good that make people it's ignore other parts song. about it. Yeah. You know what that reminds me of? That makes me think of Frank Zappa, and uh, in particular the song "Bobby Brown Goes Down." Mm-hmm. It's a really like poppy song, mm-hmm. and has a really grand sort of arrangement, but it's just like really raunchy and explicit. Yeah. And it's about this guy who was like he was the standout in high school. He was a jock, and everyone liked him. And uh, oh my god, I think he even says "rape" in the song. And which you can't, you couldn't it. say now. I believe it. 
But then afterwards, like, you know, life doesn't turn out that great. And he ends up like a transvestite who really likes taking it up the butt. And yeah, don't kink shame, man. Yeah, But you know what? Mm -hmm. Like it went uh, like through the roof over somewhere in Eastern Europe. Mm hmm. And it just blew his mind so much that he hired someone. A sociologist? Could be. He, yeah. He hired someone to basically to, to try to study, why do these people like my song so much? Because his whole point was to make something that sounds like a, like a radio-friendly, poppy kind mm-hmm. of song. But the lyrics are just raunchy and terrible and like something you would never like play for. Sounds like a like, very Frank Zappa sort of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the, the name of the, the album it was on was called Chic Your Booty, and he was on the cover of it in, like, a chic outfit, which you also probably couldn't do nowadays. <clears throat> That'd probably be, like, cultural appropriation. Uh, sound like, have, have any of you ever watched the, uh, what was it, the uh, the Dirty Three and their, uh, the the congressional hearings? Have you ever watched that? Mm-hmm. The Dirty Three? Yeah, the is, Dirty Three. Is this the, like, censor, censorship <clears throat> stuff? Yeah. Had like D. Snyder and mm-hmm. Frank Zappa, yes. and and who else was it? John Denver. No, John Denver wasn't. He part was of there, it. wasn't he? He was there, but there was another one. There was another band that was talked about. Oh, in, the, in the, the two that I remember areas. most vividly were uh, they, Frank they, and they brought uh, D. John Snyder. Denver up there to defend their position, and John Denver was like, "Well, no, yeah, I ain't there." Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, and honestly, like. And that's why he died. Mm, I hope not. Conspiracy. Well, D. Snyder's still alive. And well, yeah, but and Frank they thought was dead. Fuck. They thought. They missed yeah, him. but he had cancer. <laughs> yeah. They thought John Denver was on their side, man. They brought him on. Yeah. And he was like, Oh no, actually, I'm on these guys' side. And they're because like, You're you know, dead in like mm, two years when no one can pin it on us. It's like five. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Experimental plane, close plane, enough. Plane crash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, D. Snyder's uh, congressional, you know, uh, the transcript and all that stuff it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, very intelligent. And he actually hit Tipper Gore a couple times, which was nice. I actually, you know? it's funny you mentioned D. Snyder's testimony because I watched that here a while back. And I don't remember whether it was someone on Facebook had shared it or I just looked it up again. But mm-hmm. I've, I've watched Frank Zappa's before. Oh, Frank uh, Zappa's amazing. Oh, yeah. He lays Talk out a lot of really good points. guy. Like, good God. But D. Snyder's is really good, too. I, I yeah. enjoyed that one as well. You could tell he was reading from a script, but for the most part, no. It was it was super intelligent, like, his, his defense of his position. And, like I said, the fact that he, like, like poked Tipper Gore a couple times, because Tipper Gore was uh, the wife of Al Gore, mm-hmm. and she was... You know, Still is, I believe. Yeah, well, yeah. So what it was is she was the 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 motivator behind this uh, this whole campaign of like dirty lyrics and mm-hmm. dirty dirty music and whatnot. And uh, <clears throat> so some of the uh, the propaganda that they were releasing about uh, uh, Twisted Sister anyway was like there was this one song that was like track four on their record. And they were insinuating that this is what it meant, and this is what it meant, and this is what it meant. Mm-hmm. And so D. Snyder gets up, is like, "Well, no, I wrote the song, and this is what it meant, and this is what it meant." And 
it's not dirty at all. And I don't know what kind of mind you have, <laughs> Mrs. Gore, but <laughs> this, uh, is not, yeah, I remember this is that. not what it was. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's the problem with censorship of creativity is because you never really know what the motivation behind it is. Like, in, honest, in all honesty, you know, there are some Led Zeppelin songs that are perfectly fine to play, you know, in uh, mixed company mm-hmm. that mean really bad things. <laughs> really bad things. I mean, oh, uh, uh, Heartbreaker and Livin' Lovin' Maid and all these things. Like, they're about sex. <gasps> through and through. You said that's bad <gasps> bad stuff but no what I'm, that's what I'm saying it's like that's mixed company type stuff they're talking about Twisted Sister he's like no that song you're talking about is all about my friend who you know was super oh, it was, uh, uh, it with, was the song Twisted Under the Sis- Knife with, yeah. that with, he wrote for his like, friend who was going into surgery right yeah yeah and so with but, Twisted but, Sister though a lot of it was their appearance you know they yeah, they were an easy target, yeah. and then they pulled them up into Congress, and they were like, oh, no, these guys well, are idiots. they weren't supposed to show up. Right. Yeah. Uh, Twisted, uh, D. Snyder was not supposed to show up. Uh, Frank Zappa was not supposed to show up, but they did. Mm-hmm. And they, boom, dropped a bomb. And then John Denver, the guy who's supposed to be defending, you know, the clean lyric stuff, John Denver's like, eh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't. You can't censor creativity. Mm-hmm. You because unless you're the one who wrote it, like it's one thing to write like, oh, I'm gonna fuck my sister and oh, I'm gonna punch this guy in the face and you know, those are clear. I would not listen to that song. No, <laughs> I wouldn't either. no. But that's what I'm saying. It doesn't like, sound like it's up my alley. Well, what I'm saying is, well, uh, maybe if the music was really catchy though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because then the lyrics too. don't matter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just got to be in a major key and really catchy. Mm. Case in point, Gangnam Style. Oh yeah. Nobody knows what he's singing in that song except "Hey, sexy lady," but super oh, catchy, oh, super oh, catchy. Oh, oh, you kind of do. But if, you learned that song once. I did. Yeah. <laughs> just didn't learn that song. Um, this but, has been learning nerd songs with Justin. <laughs> <laughs> It's it was hard to do. I had to like learn the the. It was phonetic. so annoying at my house. Yeah, I pulled up. I I, d- I was looping it really slow, and I was like, "Not in the dark, I was like, "I'm trying to watch Dateline. What are you doing? I'm trying to learn how to kill you with Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> we should uh, sling TV. But that makes me yeah. wanna wanna learn German to do a Rammstein song. No, yeah. let's not yeah. do that. That'd be really cool. Oh, I'm out. Out. <laughs> but yeah, that you song. You don't got to sing it. You just got to play it. The song Gangnam Style is actually really wholesome. It's a, it's about, um, it's a, it's about like, uh, hang on, hang on. Finding, hang finding on. a person that you can Wait. care for and treat them really well and shit like that. Joel is tuning his Tom. Hang on. Yeah. Boom. He's not there yet. Hang on. 
He's never there. Almost. He's never there. <laughs> We're almost there. He's he is he is permanently <laughs> tuning those drums. I think I think he's in his own personal hell where he, his drums will never be in the tune that he wants them to be in. No. So he's playing he and he's like, no. You can't get them in the he's, drop D. No. He's in the it's like this is drummer's inferno. Yeah. <laughs> so so what what happens actually is. Like the the tom gnomes go in there and change his heads. Uh-huh. Oh my day. god! Every day, every day, and they tune him to something random. He plays it like, yeah, I got that. I got that last night. Is gone. Little does it's he gone. know, Ryan leaves the seat up and retunes his drums. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I wouldn't do that. No, I guarantee. I would leave the seat up whenever Tracy accuses me of being the guy leaving it down, <laughs> and whenever I'm not, I'm gonna leave it up. So what you're saying is, every time after the first time she accused you, she's been right. (laughs) That's not true. (laughs) (laughs) That was too long a pause, man. (laughs) No, because if she found, if she, if she discovered me leaving it up on purpose, I would think it was hilarious, and I would make a big deal out of it. I mean, you got drunk one night and told me it was you. Hmm. So, I got sober one night and told you it was me. What's the big deal? Uh, hmm. Hey, so um, we've talked a little bit about lyrics and stuff here. What are some other qualities that you look for in music that you tend to like, whether it's like oh, major, pretty- minor key, or melodies, or um, just even uh, like the recording quality of it, like songs that leave little imperfections in? or uh, Oh, yeah. I want to hear all the imperfections. I do. Like songs that... I can think of some songs I don't want it to be overly produced. I want to hear the voice cracks. So you don't like it to be, like, really perfect and super Mm -mm. shiny and polished and all that kind of stuff? No. I love live recordings because you can hear all the cracks. I'm a sucker for a good live record. There there is a... uh, Well... In recording world, we've done a lot of that, Tyler. You, you know. Yeah. Uh, there's a fine line between uh, having the bonks in there, like the the, the human aspect. Mm-hmm. There's a fine line between that and well. You're sounding no, you amateur. Well, yeah. If you, you, you sound like didn't, shit, you then it's different. Again. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so you you have to like you have to work on that. Right. Uh, how how bad is too bad? There's a how fine good line, is yeah. Too good, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I always think of it kind of like a painting. Like there's a like you said, there's a fine line between a bad painting and a good painting that you can see the artist, you know, thumbprints in. Right. Like well, that um, that Butch Walker record, Spade. Mm-hmm. That was all live, all recorded live, and it's. Incredible, well, so good, and and really, what it comes down to, as far as uh, from an engineer standpoint, is uh, just capture the first one. Yeah, capture the second one, capture it as good as you can. Take that extra five minutes to set the mic up properly. You know, work through any problem that you might have Absolutely, before yeah. the take happens, mm-hmm. and then if the first one is the flawed but great then you're good. Yeah. You know? We used to almost kind of butt heads over that different times because there would be 
moments where I would just want to get something down just for the sake of just you know, trying out an idea or just kind of having a guide or, or, or something to go off of. But you always treated everything as though we might keep this and it might get used. So yes. uh, do it like you would if it was going to be the real one. Yes. Don't fake it. Like, don't don't anticipate that this scratch that you're doing is going to be thrown away because that's wasted time. Yeah. I think you're, you're wasting the the spontaneity of it. You know, you never get that back. You never um, get that back. On Shinedown's album "Leave a Whisper," the the recording of "45" mm-hmm. that's on there, that's actually the demo version that they recorded uh, before the band was even all put together and everything. Um, and How much Joel is too much Joel? <laughs> Look who's here. What's up, Joel? Right. There's a mini Joel on the other side. There is a mini Joel. TR five oh five to be featured. But when they when they went into the studio to to record "Leave a Whisper," mm-hmm. they tried to re-record forty five, and they couldn't capture it with the same like the like the same soul or or spirit or whatever it was that made the demo good. So they just uh, remixed and mastered the demo. That's what I talk about all the time, you know, uh, the first take is never going to be, you're never going to, like, after the first take, you're never going to get it that same way again. And if the first take was the best one, fuck. Use it. You're, you sound like you're, me. You're, you're in trouble. Hoarding files. It's, it's, especially if uh, you do a bunch of changes, you know, mm-hmm. like, Always anticipate that your scratch is going to be the one. That's kind of how I remember. Always set it up. That purple way. going, yeah, where always set it up that way. The guitar tracks we came in and did as scratch tracks are the ones that ended up uh, on the the final version of that song. And I remember not expecting those to end up there. Like we just came in and like mm-hmm. we dialed in sound. I remember we tried out a couple different sounds as well because I think I recorded that. We we initially fired up the, the old Univox that's sitting over here. Mm-hmm. And then we ended up, I think, recording through your, your Fender basement. Mm-hmm. Your 69 basement, mm-hmm. as you Ooh. like to call it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you gotta be specific. Yeah. I mean... Well, I told you, that's the name of it. It's the well, 69 well, basement. <laughs> are we getting specific? Because it's a 69 basement with the, the Blues Maker mod. Yeah. It's <gasps> <clears throat> <Same. laughs> never enough. <laughs> what kind of speakers you got in the cab? Uh, I have a few cabs. Uh, you have to be. You talking specific. about this one that's sitting you here have behind to be us? Specific. Yes, those are CTS Alnicos and that nice. uh, '67 Bandmaster cabinet. All it's right. not the original baffle, but you know. Yeah, you take what you can get. You know. Mm, yeah. Uh, mm. And then we have the 1992 Hot Cab. Was it a new old stock baffle? No. Is it at least vintage original spec? No. Well, I cut, goddamn. I cut it myself. Ugh. <laughs> I did. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most honest Ryan's ever been. Is that is that why I've never seen you play that cab again? No, it's because the uh, the wiring that I did after didn't. It's live. also not good. Uh. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look at the back of it. There's like he always just told me he was like, no, it's old and vintage, man. I don't want to take it out on the road. No, you heard yeah. it. You heard it at, at 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 Brandon's. You know, it was alive then. We had yeah. derailed. Uh. We do that frequently. This is important. 
Okay. Very important. So, no, the 71 Univox on top of the 67 Bandmaster would probably not work right now because the wiring that I did is not good. Well, also, the the Univox <laughs> is a little out of commission at the moment. Not it's probably good. not safe to plug oh, in. Oh, you can play it, you know, but just don't touch anything yeah. else. I want to add, so we don't actually know for certain that's a 71 oh, Univox. It oh, it is. But we don't, we never ran the, ser- does it have a serial number that we could run on it or something? Mm, I know it's a 71. What I remember is that it was the, that's the model from 1969, but it has the cosmetics of the line that came out in 1972. Yes. Because the, the 69 version, that's a U1246B. It's actually a bass amp. Yes. But it had some weird, like, neon blue, and, like, the logo was red, and mm. looks really... Um, it's like gr- blue and red. Kind of Jetson-y. Well, but there was an alternate scheme. Did I send you a thing the other day? I found some motherfucker who was selling the cabs that go with that. I sent you the cabs long, long time ago. Oh, yeah. Like, imagine, I found some ima- mother trucker who had my cabs. Cab for that How do you head. know that guy has sex A matching with cab for that head. I uh, sent you that. I never he really paid that close attention to the lyrics. I don't Maybe know. he prefers fathers. Mm, that'd be very weird. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I would not say that in a song uh, either. Unless it was a major key and very poppy. <laughs> Tracy's like... Fuck this stuff. I have cancer. I want to go to bed. I got to go to work in the morning. He's like, man, it's such a shame all the Moscato's gone. (laughs) I I have three very snuggly kitties at home. If we had just bought some Moscato, Tracy would be like, yeah, let's talk about this. Party! I I offered to go to Nolan's. You didn't offer to. You said you were going to go until it was like we had a fireball. I said I was going to go, and then there was. Do they have Moscato at the gas station? Yes, they do. Dude, we could get gas station wine and gas station styrofoam cups. But you can't get (laughs) fireball at the gas station. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You can't. Aww. Not here anyway. Didn't they used to have candy called fireball? Yes. Atomic fireballs. That's maybe what I'm thinking of. Those are gross. Yeah. Yeah. Sweetwater. Sweetwater. I mean, to be fair. To be fair, fireball is gross. Yes, it is. But yes, Sweetwater sends fireballs. My body can tolerate it, mm-hmm. and so <laughs> I take I take what I can get. Winning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. There's a line though. There's a line. So so wait, real quick. Uh, I want to throw a shout out to my buddy Tommy. He's been listening to the podcast. Uh, Tommy Pickles. When yeah. Tommy Pickles. <laughs> Pickles. Uh, when we were in, I think around sixth grade, fifth or sixth grade, um, he had a heart transplant. Hmm. He's been, he's been listening to the podcast and he, he got to the episode, uh, where we talked about my allergies and stuff. Oh yeah. And he sent me a message randomly and he goes, dude, I don't even have my own heart and you're more allergic to stuff than I am. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Uh, That's awesome, though. Uh, Tommy, thank you for listening. Yes. Uh, Tell your friends, you know, we appreciate that sort of thing. Hey, while we're at it, I'm going to give a shout out to my friends, Cass and Liz, who think we should do a ladies night podcast. Because are we going to talk about acid bath? Because well, I mean, we wouldn't. You guys would. Because apparently, I don't talk enough. But also, Dude, I love acid bath. Also, do you really? Yeah. I also, think. it would be really cool just to do a ladies' night episode. 
Uh, all right, so who's the token male? Who's going to engineer? Well, yeah, so, someone's got to be here to produce it. <laughs> who's, the, who's, who's the token male? I mean, he can be here to produce it, but he can't say anything. Because it's... Oh. Who's he? There's three here. There's, yeah, there's whoever, three wants, here. whoever wants to do that, but it's always him, so... Okay, so what... I mean, you can all be here. Whoa, I don't give a shit. Hang on. You Tyler, can, you're an honorary lady. You hang can on. all be here. I have here. been told that before. You can all three be here. Actually, I would like still. that, but you guys can't speak. Especially from In behind. the words of no doubt. Well, ma'am, and don't then I turn speak. around, I'm like, Can we make funny oh, faces yes. while you guys are... Yeah, Excuse I don't me, give a shit. would you like to drink today? Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't give a shit. I, that's why it would I be fun. Facial hair, even I think this like could shit. be a learning moment or a growing moment or something for the podcast. Just for me to bring a couple gals in and us to just have a night. I'm in. I'm up for that. I'm in. All right, cool. Yeah. Episode cool. eight. Cass Wait, and Liz, no, it's a go. Seven. Was that right? I don't no. know what episode we're on. <laughs> well... Next um, episode. Uh, Ryan's giving away a bunch of bonus content this, here. This, okay, so we're going to bring wine. We're going to drink seven, wine, and we're going to talk about stuff. episode six never stuff. got edited. Right, what cool. stuff are you going to talk about? Just things. You know, stuff. Stuff and things. Stuff I'm and not, things. I'm not trying to be sexist, but I'll probably have eye trouble that night. That's fine. <laughs> that's actually, that's going to be the name of the episode. I can't see myself being here for that. <laughs> stuff and things. <laughs> Cute, funny. Okay. Whatever. Uh, All right. So, yeah. We're just going to drink wine and light some candles and, you know, mm. talk about cute boys. Like, mm. like the candles that smell like my grandma's house. I just said I'm not trying to be sexist and everything I just said came out sexist. Yeah, totally. I like uh, to, in my head, I like to imagine this is going to be a ladies night with some nice wine. But then Liz is going to want to talk about acid bath and um, John Wayne Gacy. Hang so it's going to be really fucking I mean, That's like right up Tracy's alley. Yeah. <laughs> this can totally be about music and serial killers. Do you guys want to drink wine and talk about murderers? Yes. Hang on. Can, can we invite our uh, female proxies to be a part of the podcast? Who's our female care. proxies? I have a female proxy. That's okay. fine. I don't care. Yeah. Liz James oh, would be my female proxy. Oh, hell. Any yes. females are welcome. Yes. Oh, man. It's going to be conscious effort ladies' I, night. But I think that's but, a great idea. I do, too. I do, too. A little switcheroo. Moscato and murder. A little switcheroo with right. gals instead of dudes right. and one gal. Oh, hey, hold and on. Nominate, if nominate you, your own proxy. But if you if you do ladies' night, you got to call. It's either going to be Liz Chambers or Kathy Dernal. Oh, gosh. Either it's one of those. a girls' night. Yeah. Okay. Kathy Dernal. You guys cannot speak. Kathy Dernal would be like a guy sitting right Wait, here. Wait. I'm don't, a guy. I don't have a female proxy, so I'll be my own female proxy. Okay, so Liz Liz can like, Liz can guys. be my proxy and Kathy well no. We can dress you up. Practically you're a female proxy. Liz Liz can be your proxy and Kathy can Very be nice. my proxy. I'm okay with this. I think this is a great this idea. This would be interesting. This is a great idea. All right, it's a go, girls. All righty. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Are you, are you they gonna, both listen to the podcast, so cool. Are yeah. you going to call the Ryan Adams archive? Uh, yes. That's a fantastic idea. Hey, Bridget, you're going to be on. You might as well call them if you're going to have ladies night. Bridget, Jennifer, mm. and Jerry, Jerry. We're going to do a group call. It's going to be nice. This is going to be fun. This is going to be so fun. I like this idea. Yeah. Sorry, really I'm going to be washing my hair that night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we know that's not true. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> Dry shampoo till my hair stands up. Uh, <laughs> hallelujah. Hey, that's what hair ties and hats are made for. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or you just let it hang. It's fine. 
That's why the winter's so cool. I can just wear a toboggan all the time. Oh, yeah. Like, I can't wear He just wants to be warm, not... We were, oh, his hair's filthy. When we were at the last Damien gig, <laughs> Ryan was giving me shit, and he was just like, dude, you've got all this hair, but then you've got it tied up and hidden underneath a toboggan. And I was just like, I didn't want to wash it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My hair's dirty and greasy. Yeah. I was like, I haven't washed this in like a week. I was like, I don't want to do anything See, with none it. Of you so really, I just tied it up and hid it. None of you really understand. It none looks like I'm really trying do. for dreadlocks right now. Until yeah. you have these fucking ringlet curls, you don't understand what, like... You haven't no, seen my hair when mine I Mine does that whenever it. I first wash it, if I don't brush it. I can wash my hair and condition it and brush it and then go out and then boom, it's gone. No, no, no. You Be don't gone. brush it. You comb it. You need a comb. Do you use a pick? You ever thought about that? You need it's, a comb. Do not a use a brush. Idea. Do it's not a, use a brush, dude. I, I have naturally curly I hair. I brush Do it not use a brush. When it's wet. No. Oh, yeah, that's the only way you can. No. You don't brush it. You comb it. No. Yes. No. Yes. You can try. Oh, my God. I'll let you try. OMG. Oh, I have an idea for some video content. You can try right now. Right now. Oh, my God. Are we going to do Ryan's hair? Comb my hair right now. Try Fucking it. I can't now. Tracy needs to do a makeover on Ryan. <laughs> oh, my God. Good luck. Vote in the comments when we post this episode. Good luck. Hey, Ryan. Has anyone ever straightened your hair? Do chicks ever yes. ask you if you if, oh my if they God. Can straighten your hair? <laughs> yes. Has anyone ever straightened your beard? That's no. what I was gonna say. You'd have to oh straighten the beard. Oh my gosh! You should straighten there your beard is, and there, your curly there hair. There is a picture of me with my hair straightened. Oh my God! It oh. does exist. Oh no! Did you get like really scared? Is that what happened? No. Oh. <laughs> Like, no. nobody jumped out of a closet and was like, hey, and you were like, ah, and your hair got straight? No. Oh. No. Uh, That's a shame. Life doesn't well, look like the cartoons. Uh, yeah, I, I know. Was, I was in a relationship. You met her. You know, uh, she straightened my hair once, and she just couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what this means. We got to see it again. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I have a couple of very nice hair straight Okay, hairs. so we've got Ladies Night, and we've got Ryan's Makeover. I would, I would, maybe, I would allow... Maybe Ryan's makeover could coincide with Ladies Night. Oh. I would allow my Fuck. hair to be straightened for the podcast. I would do that. Oh. You're, you're such a trooper. And the beard? I would do that. And the beard? Can I straighten uh, your well, beard? you could try, but please, I don't, mean, burn, please don't burn my beard. I'm very careful. <laughs> don't Dude, burn my beard off. <laughs> how do you think I style these bangs? It's basically the same, but up on my forehead. No, I'm in. No, I'm in. I'm, I'm in. I don't know that forehead hair is the same as chin hair. It's not, but I'm saying it's I get just, just as dicey. close. So, I get just as close to my so fucking you, face. So this is my question: When is this happening? Is this happening like in a week, two weeks? I would say up? like the next episode. I'm, okay. I mean, I think I they. Think, I think we should definitely have ladies' night. Um, I'll and do, it, yeah, I'll sort it out. Yeah. Well, you contact your people. I'll contact <laughs> my, my people. people. Your people <laughs> contact my people. Yes. yes. <laughs> we'll sort this out. Liz, hey, Cassie, a, I'll be in touch. Hey, we have a calendar somewhere here. No, we don't. Yeah, we do. No, it's gone. No, we really do. It's gone. I can't see it. Are you talking about the dry erase one? Yeah. Yeah, it's gone. No. I didn't draw it. Away. I can't see it right this, now. Oh, that's, this sounds like there's a story to this. I can't Is there a see story it. to this? I can't see it. You can't see me? You're doing like the John Cena thing. It's gone. You can't see me? Except it's like, you can't see calendar. <laughs> this okay. mic can't hear me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could see this. Oh, gosh. Larry. I'm just waving my hand in front of the mic. Uh, does this sound different when I do this? Ooh. 
I think I'm just shaking myself. No, it's not different. Does it sound different when I do this? No. All right, this is all getting cut out. <laughs> all right. Well, on that I think note, we're done. Tune in next time. Uh, I guess it sounds like it's going to be late night. night. There's going to be Moscato and probably yeah, at least one murder night. topic. Definitely. Oh, is right. We're going to oh, talk about Dahmer and oh, Gacy. There's definitely going to be some candles. Oh, and no. some comfy pants. Oh, there's oh, comfy be some pants for oils. sure. Oh my god. Yeah. And some aromatherapy. Moscato. What is Moscato anyway? Moscato is a white wine!